What if there was a company that everybody used, everybody used, everybody knew of to look for houses and everybody goes on there and searches for houses when they're bored and stuff. And so that company, they just sit back and they just collect all the data. They just know what zip code is looking at what zip code and how much those people can afford. Everyone's looking at this one zip code and everybody seems to be able to afford this certain amount. And let's say that billion dollar company uses that information to go into that zip code and start purchasing houses. What up, what up? Hey, welcome to the iBuyer Experiment. Hey, do you want to know how to get the attention of the CEO of Zillow and the CEO of Redfin now? Well, yes. Sean Gotcher oh. from Las Vegas, a realtor in Las Vegas, and a TikToker found out TikToker. how he took on the iBuyers with a viral video that mm. has now been seen more than 3 million times, shared almost 100,000 times. Yep. And he proposes a scenario of what yep. if, what if, what if let's say everybody used a home searching site, this unnamed search site was just collecting data on what home buyers were searching for. And what if in hmm. a neighborhood, these home buyers could afford <clears throat> to pay whatever and this large company that everybody uses to search for homes when they're bored and you know some have said it's even better than sex i don't know but whoa, that's what they whoa. said right whoa. the commercial we've it's all not seen true. it i'd say they're doing it right. in my but case what if what if what if this company decides they're going to start buying houses in this neighborhood and what if they buy 30 of them and let's say they buy 30 mm. houses at three hundred thousand dollars and then let's say on the 31st house they purposely overpay and mm. what if they pay 340 for that house mm. and what we know is most people that buy a home get a loan and if you get a loan you have to get an appraisal if you get an appraisal then the home has to have a comp yep, right yep. so what if this company doesn't need to get a loan because they have all cash and they're yep. able to just buy this house for 340 and way create overpay what anyone else would pay and you like you said Elliot, create a comp and then what if what if then mm. the new normal for that neighborhood is now 340 That's and they basis. go and sell their mm. other 30 houses and they just make 1.2 million dollars that they acquired the 300 for, right? So now they catch the margin on all of those. So wouldn't saying. that just be an interesting world to live in? Huh, that would be so interesting. So well, Jason Flynn here says, it's cool guys, the iBuyers say that's not what's happening, so it must not be happening. <laughs> oh, oh, that's what they said. This is on one of these articles. <laughs> that was the viral TikTok, it's brilliant, Sean. Thank you so yes. much for bringing that out into Good the job, world. Sean. Yeah, and Sean, for Sean. getting the attention, like I said, uh, the CEO of Zillow and the CEO of Redfin Now, Glenn Kelman actually retweeted and said, hey, this is absolutely not true. We are ah. absolutely not doing this. So. Let's digest it. What do you guys think? I think, I think Red Redfin's probably not doing it. I mean, they're not buying that many houses. No, no. As near. far as like what Zillow and Open Door buy, hundred percent Open Door and Zillow. I guarantee you, they're thinking they're thinking those types of strategies. Um, they have to. Well, uh, the, the proof of the pudding is that the buy the property service fee slash concessions, and then they resell it. Right? Like, I mean, that right there is a comp strategy. There's the uh, if the, if that was not a comp strategy, they would just buy it at the basis, right, of the property. So that to me is the writing on the wall right okay, there. So I clearly Eileen, operating from those strategies. Eileen Kina wrote conspiracy theory question mark. There was a time, <laughs> there was a time that there was a in a conspiracy theory that conspiracy theory that Zillow would get in the business of buying and selling homes. Huh. Zillow adamantly denied that this was ever part of their plan. Sometimes conspiracy theories become reality. Huh. Well, <clears throat> it's just like anything if if anyone wants to prove or disprove, it's just called research. Get get a huge, say 20 mile area where you know these companies are buying and 
see how many houses they've bought within the last start 12 months, see if you see a trend. So I think the price yep. fixing theory. Right, price fixing. I don't know that I necessarily see that happening. Right. I don't necessarily. I don't think they're necessarily purposefully purposely doing no. it right now. I well, mean, it's going to cause the Department of Justice. But eventually, to come they they have to start. They have to happen. start making decisions on yep. certain things of their of their properties, and they're using all their data. So you don't think that they're using the data that they own houses in that same neighborhood if they if they were. Doing of course this? they do. Of they're course they da- do. Yeah. They're a data they, company first. You, that's called smart business. I mean, well, if you're you're not going to undercut all of your all of your comps, why would the, you the uncut, thing, undercut all of the the sales that you made? The other part that nobody talks about that I think is just another piece that will eventually people will talk about is the companies that we just mentioned: Open Door, Zillow, Redfin. They are all what house searching sites first, collecting that data. Well, they know where buyers are hot uh, targeting, right? Mm -hmm. Now they have people with offer requests like, oh, well, we're more likely to buy here. It's a mix and match situation, right? They they literally are holding all the keys because of their site traffic, right? Zillow alone, almost 300 million Mm -hmm. views a month. Open door right now. Their you know their app is is has a ridiculous amount of downloads. Has is being widely used all over the place right now, and again, it's just. Jay just said a second ago, it's actually just smart business as far as that goes. And they can tell when they need to scale by the demand from the buyer, right? Like you want to see the pulse of a market, but to put the pulse on the fingers of the neck of the buyer and they're able to do that. Well, regardless of it happening or not, I think everyone <laughs> needs to ask themselves this one question, huh. whether, whether this is happening or not, if you had access to billions of dollars to buy properties, what would you do? <laughs> I think that would definitely be in my uh, yes. house. If you're, you're definitely going to be thinking that if you're buying, uh, you know, multiple oh. homes in, in one single neighborhood but or we're, but a we're, pocket. We're, we're talking about, though, a strategy to price fix, which is yes. illegal. illegal. Uh, it's anti-competitive oh. and unfair business practice. That we'll but how do you prove that? Legal. How, do you, how prove, do you prove, how do you prove <laughs> price fixing when you're buying that many homes? It's not... I mean, because they their uh, arguments going to be, oh, the market's appreciating at yeah, one, two, three percent. We're just riding the trends, etc. Who but cares I mean, if I own thirty houses? For them to hold properties, right? Like, like I mean, obviously their cost of capital, whatever else, right? Like if they're acquiring properties and they're slow to get to the market, like I, I've been they're going to say about Zillow for a while. They're, they're slow say to put thirty people on the market. Would have made that. They're going to say thirty people would have made that appreciation if we didn't own these. So, so who cares if I we owned them? Zillow owned them. Well, yeah, well, we, we made the we, appreciation. We took on the risk. Again, like I'm saying, I don't think that that's what is happening. I do see it could be part of the future if mm-hmm. iBuyers were to get more inventory. <laughs> Keith is laughing at so, me. Why are you laughing? You know, that, yeah, I just, I, I. You love this. this I, well, I mean, well, hey, people want to use the word conspiracy theory. Or there's always, there's always crazy stuff going on behind the scenes. Well, conspiracy. Always. Fact, when right? there's a lot of money behind something, oh. the picture is never painted fully. Yeah, they do a good job of hiding it. Well, like, just like you said with the person a minute ago where Zillow, <laughs> once upon a time, oh, we'll never jump into buying a house. You know, they saw an opportunity and they took it. I, and I'm I can't, I, I mean, you know, I'm not yeah, we can't hate. I, and we're not, we're not, we're just discussing. And no. I, I love Sean. So since his video went viral, Sean, if you're watching the iBuyer Experience or you're listening to the iBuyer Experience. Let's get you on the show. I am a huge fan. I love your TikToks. You're doing a great mm. job. You're highly entertaining. This this video in particular, highly entertaining. <clears throat> so we'll link to it for sure in our yeah. description. You guys got to go watch it. See what you think. Give us your thoughts 
I found it kind of interesting. I loved how he recapped it. Good job, Sean. Good job. Heck yeah. I yeah, it was fire. It. Yeah. Made Inman. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, it got it caught the attention of yep. two CEOs. Um, it's a big deal. But, <clears throat> hey, we also have another big deal. The you know? deal of the day or what is what, what, what are we calling it yeah, yeah, you, you, you can't stop the trend now no it was go. it was something else what was it called what do we call the segment i thought huh? I, curtis oh yeah the deal deep dive <laughs> 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 actually i'm gonna actually some, record that we need to we, record we that. like yeah like yeah we do need it yeah and then and then okay. that would be good See, I, I, I could start beatboxing and Jake would be like, yeah, who are we going to hit the deep Yeah, dive, you beatbox. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Yes. Keith beatboxes, right? right? Yes. So um, I'm going to do something a little different. We have so much going on all the time. There's actually a couple deals of the week. Ooh. Two oh, deals uh, of the week. It's, uh, it almost <laughs> happened back to back, right? Bonus. So we got a bonus I'm deal. A, I'm going to do a couple shout outs. So whether, you know, you subscribers that I'm about to shout out are listening, you know, kudos to you. Let's keep going. And these are, let's, let's recap this. These are deals that our subscribers are getting through the Zudelio yep. platform. So remember that. So shout out to James Brown and Toby Hansen. Oh, James uh, Brown. Col Col Colorado Cash Offers. We've actually already They're closed it. some deals with them. Yep. We just got another one under contract. It's, well, it's in the Denver metro market. And then uh, one, somebody just accepted one today. The buyer sending over the offer. The numbers work. She's ready to go. Kathleen, uh, was it uh, Jernigan? CNC uh, Partners, brokered by Realty One Group. Oh, nice. We, uh, that's in the uh, Tucson, Tucson, Arizona market. Yep. Nice. So, Tucson. just they're uh, brand, they're brand new too. They're they're only they've only they uh, subscribed to Zudelio, kicking and started, it off running, man. Yeah, and started awesome. uh, started in hot like maybe two weeks ago. So, and are these cash offers yeah. or are they buy and sells? What's the deal? What's the, so what's these the are deal? the deep dive. Let's let's deep let's yeah. dive deep here, Keith. <laughs> yes. <laughs> dive. Yeah. Go deeper. So these are. Oh Sounds terrible. You know. <laughs> Keith can't even concentrate now. No, I'm just thinking. I'm like, well, these these are like these are dirty These are unique cash offers because they are all cash offer. You can be used that way, or the homeowner has the ability to lease the property back temporarily for a year, for two years, but it can be it's. Either, either way, I think both of them are just using them as the all cash offer. And if they need a post possession, then they can work something out. So it's, it's convenient. However, we do have an additional, the, the actual sell and lease back offers where the full intention is to lease the property back for at least up to 12 months. Two of those calls were just scheduled today for potential people wanting to take the offer, but there's a little extra steps that have to be taken with that. So. There's lots of other cool stuff happening. We're killing it with those deals, Keith. Yeah. Keep them coming. Good That's awesome. it. <clears throat> Good yeah. job. Kudos to the offers department and to Keith for leading it and for all of your guys' hard work. You guys yeah, are awesome. working so hard. Yeah, you guys are you guys are the busiest in the office. I, I you guys constantly like quiet. Keith is quiet now. He's like he, he <laughs> doesn't even talk anymore. Well, I'm stressed like, I'm when, <laughs> when 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 my, my nose when, to the ground. When when our amazing partnerships take a little longer than normal. You know, it is what it is. You know, they're their backlog. Sometimes we, uh, you know, we're, we're at the mercy of them. So, if you're listening, we're we're doing the best we can. We're always doing what we can to streamline the process to get you those cash offers as fast as possible. So, you know, thank you for in in the times where you know it takes more than two days being patient with us. But you know, we're trying to get it dialed into where you just get them, get them as fast as possible, and get in those conversations. Yeah, I love it. 
Well, you guys are rocking it. Good job. Hey, I'm curious, you know, let's talk a little bit about startup because kind of pain point of growth is mm. obviously growing, scaling mm. up, you know, putting the appropriate people in place to do the jobs, et cetera. Right, so right. I'm curious Buzz. to get all of our takes on what do we think is our number one challenge uh, right now? Like if, if we could just share with our viewers or listeners, our viewers, like kind of what's a challenge that we're all facing in growing Zoodelio? I think that would be cool. It'd be cool to hear from all of us too. Yeah. Let yeah. me go first. Who wants yeah. to start? Start, Jay. I think it's hiring. Yeah, go right? deep. We're gonna go. We're gonna go deep <laughs> on this. Uh, I would say hiring people and training, right? Because yeah. you know, finding uh, new people Train for the offers, uh, the offers um, uh, uh, section, not section. What do you call it? The, the department. department. Is it a department now? It's a department. So we got yeah. we got enough. We got enough employees back there that it's that, that it's a department. Um, you know, get, a day uh, is. getting people onboarded, getting them um, set up on uh, you know the, the systems and. And it's a uh, you know and just just hiring people you know having to do interviews and hiring yeah yeah it's a uh, it can be difficult and we lucked out with Curtis yeah he's, we did he's the guy behind the camera he's been with us for a few weeks and been doing great yep yeah so we lucked out with Alyssa yeah, yeah. offers yeah. the department of she's awesome yes. yeah she's been doing great okay hiring for sure I agree yeah. other pain points um, well ours is for me is making sure that a lot of the things that we do are done over and over and over. And then like from, especially, you know, <coughs> working with all of our agent subscribers out there, making sure that we're constantly refining things. And as Keith said, our different partnerships that come in, it can zig or zag an offer structure or a different type of process. And it's really hard to keep up with everything that we have to make sure all that stays dialed in, right? Like, I mean, building everything that we have through the software so that they can click you know, one tab that pulls up a training video, right? That's staying on top of all those things. So we could be keeping all of you guys in the know is, is not uh, an easy task. Mm -hmm. Absolutely not. No, you've done a great job of centralizing a lot of that information though, and now putting it in the we, agent we dashboard. We all have, yeah. Yeah, it's been cool. Yeah, <coughs> way, way to go. The agent dashboard is looking really good now, huh? Yeah. We got, we got all the, the agent yep. dashboard the social sexy. It's got yeah. like the marketing. It's I'm got. Su I'm super stoked for what's coming though. Yeah. Yeah, and what's yeah? I just uh, and we go through it right. You know, no one else really knows. It's it's been for us way too long of a time coming. You know, some of the new features that we're talking about. I think that's the biggest challenge. Is even though we've been in it for a while, yeah. most people don't realize building software is a nightmare and because <laughs> we're not building it and we don't fully understand it it's even makes it even worse and it just it's it's long it's expensive and it's very hard to be patient um and very unfortunately hard. you know anyone you talk to in in the development world it's that's just normal and it's, it's an so ongoing right. process till the end of the business so um but hey, you know, we're getting through it. Our, our platform's becoming cooler month over month and um, it, it'll be more efficient for everybody, you know, as, as those time comes. But yeah, um, just like Elliot said, the, we've, we've seen it happen now, you know, several times just over the last six months with our partnerships, you know, hey, you know, everyone has their own buy box. Everyone mm -hmm. has their own way of how they want to operate the deal. And that could literally change Hey guys, just wanted to give you an update on, you know, what we're doing now. I'm like, okay, we'll get that all, you know, and then we got to let our subscribers know. 
And then all that information that was given was like, well, hold on. I, you know, why did it change? And you know, so that, mm -hmm. that's a little bit of a battle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that, that, that'll, that'll, that'll probably always be that way. Right. There's, there's going to be different programs next year than what we're doing with this year. Yep. That's yeah. right. Absolutely. Well, and I mean, just as we, yeah, uh, I mean, not, not going off on a tangent is more opportunities, more diversifying different types of capital come into play, right? That's going to constantly be a challenge, but that's one that I think I'm so excited to, to take on because these programs and products are constantly evolving and, and becoming better or, and better. They're competing yeah, right, against right, each yeah, other. Right. Yeah. Less right? frictionless. We're, 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 we're meeting with people that, that are, yeah, like yeah, we, we have a we have a com we have a competing uh, solution here. Let me share it with you. And we're getting people knocking yep. on our door, trying mm -hmm. to totally um, get to our subscribers to to uh, make offers and and do deals. So well, and it's because kudos to the agent, right? I mean, mm -hmm. that's yeah. that's been the strength of how we've been able to grow so fast. Is you know the the user base is getting agent base is getting as big as it is. It's it's obviously causing attention from these these capital providers for these different types of strategies, right? Which of course is still all you agents out there listening, you know, the acceptance rates are not like 50% or anything crazy. I mean, yes, no. yes they are. But I mean, more times than not, it starts a conversation for you and you still end up listing the house, right? So it's that storefront, it's your e-commerce business where you're pulling in your inventory to display it out to the public. Those are the best conversations that we have with our, with our subscribers too, is, yep. is the, you know, Hey, the offer didn't work, but I'm listing it on the market yes. next week. We're, we're getting it ready to put it on the market. And we're like, great, that's awesome. You got a listing, right? And that's what this is for. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I get that all the time where, hey, you help me get the foot in the door, right? Instead of just making a random prospecting call, uh, knocking on the door, asking, you know, a FISBO, you know, not going. Coming to somebody with a cash offering is a huge value proposition oh. and changes the conversation and the, and the agents it doesn't that change are, the conversation. It gives them a conversation yeah. to have with, yeah. with, with that yeah. consumer. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's that, that, it changes it. <laughs> yeah. Um, it changes yeah. Well, it. I guess you're right. Yeah. And hey, those are, those are the ones that are really taken off with the system and are really getting it dialed in. And it's super exciting to see. hundred percent. I think that, I would say that the most rewarding part of what we get to do is we get to empower realtors across the country to bring products and solutions that are really cool to their <coughs> sellers and their buyers. And we get to give them a really neat digital <coughs> interface to do that with. And so that is the most exciting part. And then what does that look like on a granular basis? It's a lot. Right. So well, just like the one that we were talking about right before we came in here, right? Where, I mean, we're, we'll see, we're still in the finishing phases of putting it together, but where an, an agent, you know, went up against an open door circumstance situation and the agent was not involved in the open door, which there again, he would have not been paid at all in that circumstance. And we were able to come in and, you know, make an offer on the property that it looks like that, that's going to potentially work for the homeowner. And now the agent's back involved. So that's a time that it, that yep. it does work. He right? wasn't so getting paid. Now he's getting paid. Yep. Exactly. Yep. And that's what we love to see happen. <laughs> yep. Right? Like yep. When we hear yep. those success stories of you winning in the marketplace and you having something to compete and to bring to your people that's different and unique and sets you apart from the other one point six million realtors. Yep. I don't know how many it is right now. I thought it was like 1.4, but 1. I heard 4, yeah. I heard someone else saying 1.6. I don't know how to uh, check lately, but uh, it's a lot. There's a lot, lot of us, right? We can all agree <laughs> on that. It's a lot. And so I think the difference is, is that with Zudelio, you have something different to talk about. You have something to separate yourself from the pack. And that's always a good thing in real estate. 
Hey, before I, we went over something earlier that I wanted to kind of go back to, because I think it's just so pertinent to what we were talking about with like percentages and like awareness from these guys, because when you really look at it, everybody wants to talk about like, oh, they only have 5% market share or this, which they've come out and confirmed. And that seems to be pretty true in a lot of circumstances. Yet, if you really look at their data is more hyper local, right? Like everything is based on like blocks and big data and all those types of things. It's more zip code based, block based, right? Like there's behaviors. Well, my question for us is, is if we started looking at certain blocks that these guys are operating in, right? Like I, I was telling you this the other day where I was searching in a, in a particular neighborhood, valuing something, and I was having a hard time going more than five houses, finding a house that wasn't owned by a, uh, an institutional style buyer. Right. So like if we I think if we took the time to actually look at where they're dominating, like certain certain areas and you really see what their hot charts are. Right. I know we did this in Santan Valley a couple of years ago when we built some of these strategies. But that's where to me they're they're controlling not only the mind share in those particular circumstances, but then it goes back to the price stuff that we were talking about. More, well, so. I think what also is not being included in that five percent market share is the fact that these companies are selling off a large percentage of the homes that they're yeah. acquiring off market to hedge funds, to yep. real estate investment trusts, yep. to sources that we never even see. Yep. And so unless you're also doing a really deep dive on the tax records, yep. you don't see these transactions. And so what I would love to know is when they come out and say, hey, the retail iBuyers here in the Phoenix market have 5% market share. Well, what does that mean? Does that mean 5% market share of MLS? Mm-hmm. Or does that mean 5% market share of transactions? Because if you look at the transactions, my guess is, is they're just going off MLS. Well, and they can assign the contract in those circumstances. I mean, there's just all kinds of different strategies mm-hmm. that's not even going to show in the tax record. Exactly. Well, and not to mention these, uh, some of these iBuyers are hiring agents to just go and list properties yep. too. So. Sure. Um, is that part of the 5% market sure, share? Exactly. <laughs> so or is that just a, like, hey, we got a couple hundred agents that have a couple hundred listings? Well, it just becomes a game of where's Waldo. <laughs> I like that analogy. So I guess the, the reason why I bring that up, though, is just because, like, when you really start looking at the data, you know, a lot of people are saying, like, oh, they haven't grown. But I mean, I can, again, obviously, ground zero here, it has grown. And we, we are still in, you know, in the eye of the storm of one of the hottest sellers markets. I know I've ever been a part of. We are once in a generation. We're experiencing a once in a generational surge. Yep. I mean, that's it. That's how, it. How wild is that? <clears throat> that's happened twice now in a decade. We saw the lowest lows ever, and now we're seeing the highest highs ever. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> what a what a short term. Such a is this, such is a one eighty trend. Is, is this the pendulum the other way? Uh, I don't know. All I know is. Being here in the Phoenix metro area, we've been living and breathing this for over a half a decade, right? Based on results, they're not going anywhere. No. And so regardless if they have 5% market share or 20% market share, you have to have a way to make yourself, you know, stand out over everyone else. That's right. And it's a competitive angle. Like, not only can you stand out, but you can shine. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You're going you're gonna to thrive using mm-hmm. this, this, um, this, our software and, and this strategy. Well, even and keep in mind, you don't need our software. No, you don't. To no. use the strategy. No, you don't. Right. We did it without the strategy yeah. or without the software, right? I mean, it's, um, it works. You know, there, there are, there are, pe- there are agents out there in teams. Um, we were talking about Matt Chick, right? Yep. He, he does it. They just, yep. they pound the phones. You want to cash offer? You want to cash yep. offer? You want to cash yep. offer? Sure, you know, but, it's, it's, but you got to experience the selling a home through a click of a button. Yeah. Oh. You know, if you've not sold a home with a click of a button, you need to. <laughs> yeah. Really without cool. even talking to the person. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. So right? many people, well, again, I know we've used this so many times. 
what was it? 77% of homeowners are give up seven to 10% of their equity to a selling to a reputable cash buyer that they know can perform. It's true. Right. Like that, that, that study was done on over a thousand homeowners. It's a, a pretty, pretty good data source. Mm-hmm. So. All right, guys. Well, I think that wraps it up. Right? It does. All right. Well, thank hey. you for watching the iBuyer experiment. Watching and uh, listening. Please, <laughs> uh, uh, what do you call it? Subscribe, you know, like, make a comment, um, ask us a question so we can answer it. And uh, thank you. Appreciate Sign you guys. Off. Bye now. See ya. <laughs>